Bibles, you turn to places in the Bibles, James chapter 1, that's our golden scriptures of what we've been talking about. Remember we've been talking about, uh, and also 1 Thessalonians 5, 24, or 23, I'm sorry, 23. Remember we've been talking about the, the, the area of the human soul. Remember we're talking about your mind, will, and emotions. You know, remember we talked, it, we're, we broke it down for study's sake. We've been talking about how to know the enemy. And this is where the battlefield is going to be won or lost. It's in your mind. You know, and remember there's five key areas to the human soul. is your will, your emotions, your intellect, your imagination, and your memory. Remember we talked about how your will is under attack. Remember, the only way the devil can take your will is if you give it to him. Just like God can't overtake your will unless you give it to him. You can, oh, the devil can't take your will unless you give it to him. And he's going to attack your will. But if your will is strong, he's going to have to go in another avenue, and that is he's going to attack your soul, which is your, which is your emotions in the, in the midst of your souls. Remember, we talked the last two weeks about, you know, your emotions. The devil will get into your emotions. He will play on your emotions. If he can't get your will, he will attack your emotions because, see, if he can get you to be relying on your emotions, he can, he can make your will become weak, and eventually you'll give in. That's why people, you know, give up and, and die. It's because they, their will becomes so, so bombarded because their emotions are so bombarded by the devil. Remember the devil, remember we talked about, you know, in your emotions that the number one thing he's going to hit you is self-pity. Woe is me. I might as well go eat worms, remember? You know, and like I said, you need to get those. If You know, one thing you'll know about, we have a saying around here that, that we picked up off of uh, Keith Moore, is if it's free, you have no excuse. So get on your, download the last two weeks of, the Bible studies to talk about the emotions and listen to them because it's going to help you, you know, and you know so forth and so on. But we you know we talked about the emotions. So today we're going to talk about the third part of the of uh, your emotions, and that is your intellect. And we're going to talk about how your intellect gets attacked. Amen. And then in uh, James chapter one, it says verse 20, well, we'll read verse 19, it says, Wherefore, my beloved brother, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay aside all filthiness and superficial of haughtiness, and receive with meekness and grafted word which is able to save your soul. In 1 Thessalonians 5.23 it says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God for your spirit, soul, and body to be preserved blameless until the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. See, you're a three-dimensional person. You have a spirit which lives in a body that has a soul, which is your mind, will, and emotions. We are breaking it down so that I'm trying to teach you where your battlefield is, where it's won and lost is in your mind. Okay? So, like I said, the third step of, the, of attack is the intellect. The intellect under attack. See, the human brain is an extraordinary thing. No scientist or medical doctor is able to explain how a small mass of tissue can retain and understand knowledge. 
You'll get a lot of people that will try to tell you they understand the brain. They, they, they don't know what they're talking about. You know, they, they said that Einstein had only used 25% of the capacity of his brain. Just think if you was able to use 50% of your brain, what you could do. You know, when Adam was created and God breathed into him the, the breath of life and made him a living spirit, you know, Adam functioned with probably 100% control of his brain. And look what he did. Yeah. Named all the animals. <laughs> Amen. Mm -hmm. See, human intellects, human intelligence is unexplainable to science because God created to function in his image. Did you hear me? You know, you shouldn't downgrade yourself because you're an intellectual person, but you should not allow your intellect to, to govern your life. It's like your emotions. It's all right to show emotions, but your emotions should not dictate to your life. Your spirit man should control your will, control your emotion, control your intellect, control your imagination, control your med memory. It's You have to get it submitted into within, with your recreative born-again spirit, your human spirit. It's all right to be smart, but you can't allow worldly smarts to think that you're God. That's what a lot of people think. They think that because they're, they're so intellectual that they, they, uh, they, they become God. You're not a God. They get a God complex. Come on now. Amen. See, human in intellect in the wrong vein can be an enemy to the work of God. Although in intellectual intellects is a wonderful thing and should be sought the sought the world has made intellect into a good and used it to soul means to survival a lot of people use their intellect to survive instead of relying on God they rely on themselves you know the Bible says that you're supposed to cast all your cares upon him for he careth for you you're supposed to yoke up with him for his bur burden is easy and his yoke is easy and his burden is light. You're supposed to yoke up with him. Amen. Do you see Do you see that although intellects is a wonderful thing, to the world intellect places human kindness in a class, in a category. It doesn't see men as equal. See, if you're an intellectual person, you look down your nose at somebody that that is that you consider is dumb mm -hmm. because they don't have the same intellect as you. There's some doctors that get their complex and think that they're God. That they, they act like then they try to become God. And there's they're always saying to you, Well if you don't go follow me and obey by me, you'll never gonna live long on this earth. You know, a doctor is only here to keep you alive long enough so the faith can come into you that you can be healed. Any doctor, if they're truthful with you, will tell you their medicine ain't bringing a healing to you. It's just deciding the condition of it till faith can rise up within you. Come on now. you got to start becoming kingdom-minded, heavenly-minded. You need to start thinking about eternal things. This world here is temporal. Dear God, all you have to do is turn on the television set lately and see all the rioters and all the people that are doing things and see that we have a problem with with our with the people that are rising up in the soulish realm. 
I remember back in the 1980s, Dr. Spock, if you don't know who Dr. Yeah, Spock was, exactly. he come out and said that if you spank a kid, it de it's deferential to a kid, it'll, it'll scar him for life. So instead of spanking our kids, we started doing time out. Let me tell you something, I'd rather stand in a corner for five minutes than stand f than have, being able, not able to sit for an hour because my butt was hurting. Some of these kids need to be taken back outside the woodshed and the wood put to them. Yep. Come on now. You need to discipline your children. You need to teach them that there's consequences to come to your actions. We need judges, and we need somebody to come in to set the, the judicial system right, to go back to a way where judges fear God. Come on, not, not the law of man, but the law of God. Yep. And they feared the Creator. Come on now, in a reverence type of fear. Instead of slapping people on their hands and giving people that do child molesting and stuff six months probation, six years in jail. Come on now. You get that, you get worse getting caught with drugs in your car than you do being a child molester. There's something wrong with the system. You know, we got to quit slapping people in the hands and tell them it's all right. But see, because we come so intellectual, we think that we, we've arrived. We've never arrived. We'll never arrive. Amen? See, God sees men according to the hearts, not the intellect. Remember when God told Samuel to go anoint one of Jesse's kids to be the new king of Israel? Remember when Samuel first saw uh, Jesse's oldest son come? He said, that must be the anointed man of God. That must be God there. Because he was big in stature. And God told Samuel, said, don't look at the outward appearance. I look on the heart. Yeah. You know, just because you're an intellectual person, you can be a hard-hearted person. Mm -hmm. Come on now. Some of us know some people mm -hmm. that are like that. Look yep. down their nose. Think that they're better than you. Yeah. Think that they, they're always right. I've Come on now. See, godly intellect. To a believer, intellect works with our spirit to cause us to understand. Remember the Bible says that God can, uses the, the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Intellectual people can't believe that all you have to do is accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. All you have to do is confess Him that He's your Savior. That confess that you need help. That you need God. An intellectual person can't but can't get that wrapped around them. That's too simple. There has to be this big formula. Mm -hmm. Come on now. I can remember somebody was showing me a math problem, and I'm thinking to myself, dear God, that ain't how you do the math problem how I used to do it. Yep. You're going way too many steps. You know? People trying to figure out their checkbook. They don't do it the way I was taught how to do a checkbook. <laughs> Amen. I must be old school. See, God desired to reveal himself to us and and have us know his ways. Remember Isaiah. You can write these down. I'll, I'll uh, turn there. Isaiah. I should write these down myself. So I don't have to turn there. Isaiah 1. I can get there. Isaiah 1, verse, verse 18. No, yeah, 18. Come. Now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be scar scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be like wool. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. You see, reason also means to decide and convict. That's what the word reason there means. 
It means to decide or to convict. Our intellect has a part to play in the conviction and submission to God. Come on now. If, if our intellect, we can go to whether we believe God and what God's Word says, or we try to figure it out on our own. How many times have you tried to figure out a problem on your own? Come on now, say amen or oh me. Oh me. You know? You, you know, we all have tried to figure out our own problem, our own solution, and we try to put it in the terminology of our own intellect instead of relying on what God's Word says. Come on now. Don't take what anybody tells you as a gospel truth. You find out for yourself. You study it. Come on now. I don't care if your pastor preaches Sunday morning, tomorrow night, Thursday night, Friday night, whatever night of the week that you meet during the week, and he preaches something that you have a problem with, put it on the shelf. Ask God to prove it to you and show you his word. Psalm 14 verse 1 says, The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupted, corrupt, and they do they have done abominable things, and there is no none that doeth good. See, the psalmist was saying, you know, they say in their heart there is no God. An intellectual person that becomes intellectual that that you know that you get into Freemasonry and into the one eye symbol to which is all seeing eye of Lucifer is that Lucifer came into the Garden of Eden and set Adam and Eve free because they were prisoners. That's what the Masons teach. That they were prisoners of God. And Lucifer came and set them free intellectually. That's why they, they became gods. That's why these people of the world think that if you become so intellectual that you'll become a god. That's why they worship the Egyptian cabal. It's because they, they believe that they're going to evolve into a god. Almost like the Muslims that believe in Allah that kill a lot of the infidels. That they'll have 70 virgins waiting for them when they get to paradise. 72. Okay, 72 virgins oh. waiting for them in, in paradise. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what, where paradise they're going to, but I guarantee you they ain't going to heaven. I don't think Come on, Muhammad himself wasn't sure of that. Hallelujah. Glory for Proverbs 19. I'm just trying to show you that your intellect, if you try to rely on your own intellect, you, uh, you become Proverbs 19 verse 8 he said he that getteth wisdom loveth his own soul and he that keepeth understanding shall find good see it's alright to be intellectual but you can't allow your intellect to dictate to your life your spirit man is renewed day by day your outward man perishes but your new your spirit man is renewed your spirit man never gets old your spirit man is seeing through a glass darkly right now but there's a day coming when Jesus Christ comes that you will no longer see through that glass. But you'll be able to know all things. Do you know the Bible says that if you walk with Christ and Christ in you, that he will teach you all things. He will even show you the mysteries of the world and how it was formed. Come on now. It's alright to show yourself that you're intellectual. But don't allow your intellect to dictate to your life. Your intellect and your human reasoning is not able to hold a candle. I like what God told Job. He said, where were you at when I created the foundation of the earth? Where were you at when I called for the rain to be fallen from heaven? Did I consult you and ask you whether I should do this? 
See, my ways are not your ways. Neither are my sayings your sayings. Because my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Because, see, you can never be outcome the Creator. You are a creative being. Lucifer found out that he couldn't exalt himself above God. No one, none of us that are a creative being can ever exalt ourselves in the place of the Creator. Remember Romans chapter 1 talks about how man has changed the likeness of, of man where they started lusting after other men, homosexuality and everything. You know, remember Paul said in Corinthians, he said, how can the potter, or how can the clay look at the potter and say, you formed me the wrong way? Doesn't the potter have power over the clay? Yep. Come on now. we got to quit telling God, you messed up, God. God doesn't mess up. God's perfect. Mm -hmm. And God's holy. Come on now. See, intellect will turn will turn into godly wisdom if we mature our souls according to the word. It's alright to be intellect. And see, I have a lot of people that have bombarded people that are intelligent and beat them up. I'm trying to encourage intellectual people. God gave you that intellectual ability. But if you if you try to do it on your own, it's corruptible before God. But if you do it according to the Word of God and allow God to use your intellect, dear God, can you be a tremendous force for the kingdom of God? You could discover the next next cure. Come on now, amen? amen. Proverbs 2, verse 7. Like I said, you can write these down. It says, it says he, he lay up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them to walk uprightly. Come on now, amen. Proverbs 3.13 <clears throat> It says, Happy is a man that findeth wisdom. You want to be happy? Find wisdom. Come on now. Amen. Mm -hmm. And the man that getteth understanding. So there's nothing wrong with you being intellectual. It's nothing wrong with you becoming a doctor or a, a nuclear scientist or whatever. You want to be a mechanical engineer. There's nothing wrong with that. But that cannot be your God. Your intellect cannot be your God. Because, see, the enemy, if he can't attack you in your will, and he can't get you to submit to your emotions, it's all right to show emotions. God created you with those emotions. But you can't allow those emotions to dictate your life. Your emotions cannot go against what God's Word says. Paul said, I walk by faith, not by sight. Sight's an emotion, right? Your five physical senses cannot dictate to you what your your experience, God's words, anything that should dictate to you. Come on now, it has a final authority. You know, truth overrides everything. And if you tell somebody the truth, you're showing them love. Because love is truth, and truth is love. It's not tolerance. It's not just sweeping under the carpet. It's the truth. No, no. Do you see what I'm trying to teach you here? I'm trying to teach you. And if you're an intellectual, and if you're an intellectual person, give that to God. As an act of worship and praise to Him. Give Him your intellect. Tell Him, say, God, you gave me this ability. You gave me the ability I made to be able to go and do scientific things and stuff. It blows me away because it's way over my head, great. Right? I mean, over my head, under my feet, you know. So I'm saying, you know, you know, God can use that. He can use that to, to further His kingdom. 
all he all wants, he wants you, all, all he wants is that you and his wife are willing to allow him. You know, you know, each one each of one of you have have a have a have a the ability to the gun he moves. You just gotta just gotta tap into it. You know, a lot of people say, well, you know, show show much emotion, Jordan. Yeah, because I don't allow my emotions to dictate my life. You know, you know, when tragedy happens, you know, see, I always tell everybody all the time, I look, I look at death different than everybody else. See, see, death, death, as 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 if you study what death means, means non non exist. Yeah, you yeah you no longer exist. But it's for life, for life somewhere. Here in heaven, heaven, hell in hell. Come on, come on now. I don't I don't look at death. As as a final final solution, I look I look at death especially as a question. Is it is that graduation day? You get to go home. You're gonna be you're gonna be in front of all the witnesses and hearing the rest of our of us of us are on our spiritual race. race. Come on now, come on now, man. You know, you know, we we gotta get out of here. We gotta look at it. And if I I the person that you love, you love that that the hell the hell ain't nothing you can do about it. You know, you know. Because I'm going to tell you something, something. You, you constantly dwell on that. You constantly put that in that head. head. It's going to stand in your, your road, road. Come on now. Come on now. The sickest things will all along God. God. Those things will be what I want. I want God to have a job forever. If God wanted you to know, he would have told you. Why did God so, so do so that? It doesn't matter why I'm saying something. God wanted you to know why I'm saying something. He would have told told you. Come on now, now. You know, I never used to use the apple all the time. time. It took a lot of my animal and life away from me. Because, because I submitted it because, because I got it, drank, and I got it, 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 I you know, did my dad know that I love him? You know, I used to have that me up, you know what I mean? There were certain times of the year, man, that would get me, and I'd be talking about all the money I had for months. I'd cry, I'd be in here, I'd be in here, I'd cry myself in ocean, ocean. Let's see. You know, I'd walk and walk, walk, and say, God, I just don't have time to get into more of that anymore. I don't want to pray anymore. I just didn't feel like that. Because, see, I allowed the enemy to bombard my mind with the what ifs, you know? And I let him tell me how I should feel, what I should do. And then I let him stump my intellectual growth because I thought, well, you know, I don't need to further my education. I don't need to, you know, learn anymore. I'm, I, I know enough. Come on now, amen. You know, I don't need to. I don't need to exercise this. I don't need to exercise that. I think a lot of pastors need to go back out and know what it's like to exercise their faith again. Go be a travel evangelist once, or a traveling minister once. You're gonna find out that you gotta use your faith every day to be able to make it. You don't got that paycheck coming in every week. What happens if God? What happens if God calls you guys out of your secular jobs and calls you into the ministry? Could you do it? 
I mean, that's a serious question. Oh, it's exciting when we see all these guys on television and all these big ministries and work. And you should have goals like that. And you should have the intellect of, to, to see that. But, you know, hey, bless God, some of us ain't going to be like that. Come on now. Mm -hmm. yep. See, natural intellect resists God because it wants to rule his own place. See, natural intellect resists God because it wants to rule his own place. Natural intellect thinks it is wiser than God and chooses to set up rules and regulations to prove it. Why do you think that you have the George Soros's of the world? The, the Rockefellers, the Rock, Rothschilds, J.B. Hunts, J.B. Morgan, Car, Carnegie Mellons, Andrew Carnegie. They thought that they were gods. They thought that because they had all the power and all the riches that they became gods. I guess they found out that they bowed their knee, didn't they? Mm -hmm. Either you're going to bow it in this life or you're going to bow it in the next life. It's up to you. I don't know about you, but I'm going to buy while it's grace. Amen. Thank God for God's grace. Amen. You want to find anything out? Start studying on God's grace once. <clears throat> Boy, if I'm helping you. The theory of evolution comes from the intellective mind. Isn't that true? Mm -hmm. yep. Natural intellect has, a, it has figured everything out. I got this figured out. Nobody can't tell me anything different. It worships logic to the point of disregarding for anything supernatural. Yep. Come on now, they'll try to explain it away. They can't understand supernatural. Yep. Like I said, they can't understand that if you give your life to Christ, that something takes place in you. Yep. They can't understand. They can't grasp that. They can't grasp if they can't prove it by science. Or by sight. Come on now, if you can't prove it by science, then it's not fact. Yep. Now. You know, don't don't tell, tell us that that have encountered with angels throughout our lives that there's not a supernatural realm, a supernatural power of God. I don't need science to prove to me that I didn't come from no monkey. My daddy wasn't no silverback. Amen. Come on now. <laughs> I didn't come from no fish. I didn't come from some tiger. I didn't come from some animal kingdom. Why would God create me in a lower form in an animal kingdom? I'm better than that. Come on now, you're better than that. You're made in the like in the image of your creator. God put his ability, his power, his might inside of you. When he created you, when he breathed, you need to study the word breath. When he breathed into Adam's nostril the breath, he breathed the life power of him in Adam. Come on now. Jesus came back and gave us that back. That's why we can be recreated. Do you realize that your spirit man once was dead? That's why Paul said, I was alive once, then the law came and I died. Do you realize that your spirit man was, was dead? It was still alive, but it was dead to God. It didn't follow God. Then when you accepted Christ... It says that the Bible says that God created a whole new spirit inside you. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. That old spirit that you used to have is dead. It's buried with that flesh. Don't resurrect it. Tell the devil you ain't resurrected. You already had a funeral. Mm -hmm. Amen. 
See, they miracles do not exist to the natural intelligence. They'll try to explain it away. The attack of intelligence, remember, the enemy's goal is to dethrone God from his rightful position in your life. That's the whole entire thing. Your battle's not against flesh and blood. That's why Paul said, give no place to the devil. If you don't give him no place, that means he can't have no place. It's up to you and you that are listening if you give the devil place. Come on now. The devil made me do it. No, he didn't. You opened the door up and allowed. The devil influenced you, but you're the one that did it. Quit blaming everybody else and start taking the blame on yourself. Mm-hmm. You're the person you got to look at in the mirror. Start going before God sincerely <coughs> and allow God to start showing your heart. When you start praying this prayer that I've been praying, God, take everything out of me and fill me up with you. I'm going to tell you something. All of a sudden, you start seeing yourself. You ain't as good as you thought you was. Come on now. Oh, i got to hurry up. Remember, how can you tell when you are, your intellect is being attacked? The first and foremost is, is logic overrides the inward witness. Whenever your logic overrides that inward witness, that intuition, that gut feeling, that's how you know that you're being attacked. Yep. Well, I can't say that I'm healed. You don't realize I'm sick. But the Bible says that God will give you the desire. You desire to be well. So you're calling those things that be not like they already are. Do you understand what I'm saying? See, I'm a faith preacher. We're going to be talking about faith as soon as we're done here. You know, you're calling those things that be not like they already are. You're doing what God did. When God looked out and saw the earth without form, He didn't deny it. The Bible says... He saw it. It was without form. And then he said, let there be light. How many, ten times God said, let there be. And there was. Yep. Come on now. See, the first and foremost of logic overrides the inward witness. Then your faith and belief in God begins to fade. Well, I don't know how I'm going to make it. You know, oh dear God, i got bills coming out at the end. don't have a job. I mean, that would really been bombarding me on this. Don't have a job. You don't have this. You don't have that. It'd be a lot easier to go out there and get a job. See how logic, you start doing it in your own power. But see, you got to do what God says. God said if a man doesn't put his hand to a plow, or a man doesn't work, doesn't eat. If you don't plow straight ahead, you're going to look behind. You're going to get off course. Come on now. See, common sense is the second one. If attack is in your common sense. If the devil cannot get you to question and act up the existence of God, he will get you to quit using common sense. Common sense says if you're hot and sweaty and it's cold outside, you don't go outside without a jacket on. You're going to get sick. That's tempting God. Come on now. Common sense says you don't walk over and put your hand on a hot stove that was just turned on, you're going to get burnt. God's not going to send these angels to protect you. God gave you common sense. Come on now. People go out and throw their glasses down and step on it because they believe that God healed them of their eye and then they can't see. And they go around with headaches. 
Why don't you wear your glasses and keep on saying, God, I thank you that I've been healed. I thank you that hands was laid on me on such and such day. I believe the manifestation is coming to pass. And eventually, we're going to day come. You're going to put your glasses on. You're going to be like, whoa, wait a second here. I can see better without my glasses than I can with my glasses. Amen? Mm -hmm. Use common sense, people. Don't blame God because of somebody you married or got with. God's not going to override your will. Remember the children of Israel wanted a king. Mm -hmm. God gave him a king. He told him, that wasn't my will. I was your king. Come on now. Common sense. See, an intellectual person, that's one thing that they lose. They become so book smart that they're, that they're nowhere earthly good. They're not street wise. There's a lot of people that are on the street that are very intellectual and very smart because they use common sense. If you go into a fight with a with a knife and they have a gun, guess who's going to win? Come on now, the person that has the gun. Come on now, if you put yourself and you cast yourself before a swine, why are you running to God saying, God, why did you allow this to happen? God gave you common sense. Don't go around people that are constantly bringing you down. Amen. Go around people that's going to build you up, inspire you. You know, quit hanging out with people that, that have no life. All their life is consists of the next hire, the next party. They sit at a bar on the same bar stool for the last 20 years. They don't have nothing. I don't care if they have a job or not. You want to get around people that's going to inspire you, that's going to give you a dream, that's going to give you a goal, that you're going to say five years from now, this is where I'm going to be. And you're striving towards it. Because I'm telling you, if you do that, God will meet you. You know, God, it's like, I heard a man say this, and it, it's just ringing so deep inside me. It's like God is playing checkers with you. He's waiting for you to move, then he'll move. He's waiting for you to move, then he'll move. Do you understand? If you, were, if you start moving, God will move on your behalf. Some of you, the reason why you don't have something is because you haven't given Everything produces after its kind. You need to start exercising your faith. You need to allow God, God, you gave me this intellect. You gave me the ability to be able to do these things. Now, show me how I can do it to further your kingdom. And you watch and see if God doesn't bless you. Don't ever allow your soul. Everybody knows what your soul is, right? Your mind, will, and emotions, your intellect, your memory your imagination. Don't allow that to dictate your life. You tell that you tell that just like you tell your body. You will line up with the word of God. Allow your spirit man to get your control of all your soulish realm because if you can and if you can get that to where it functions as a unit with God, you'll see the power of God like you've never seen before. God wants to use intellectual people. So if you're a doctor, a pharmacist, a PhD, no, no, I think PhD, postal there, no, <laughs> uh, PhDs. If you if you're if you're a nuclear scientist or whatever, then it's selling what you what God's blessed you with. God gave you that ability. You just didn't get that because you put the time in and studied, even though that helped. But it was God given to you. Ask Him to use it for His glory. 
I'm not saying quit your job that everybody's called in the five-fold ministry. Not everybody is. But it's selling where God called you. If he called you to be a janitor, then you'd be the best janitor that the earth ever seen. Come on now. If he called you to be, uh, to go and develop in third world countries a water system, then you go be the best person that can do that job. Come on now. Quit allowing the devil to beat you up because you're intellectual. You're intelligent. Use your intelligence to help. Because there's certain things in the Word of God that you're going to be able to able to speak to people. I like what Paul did on the Mount of Mars. Remember in the book of Acts? He said, I could relate to the common people, but he sat down with the, the leaders of the world, so to speak, in his time and confounded them with his wisdom. There's certain people Megan can reach I will never be able to reach because she'll be able to relate to them. She'll be able to come and know them. See, I can relate to an alcoholic because I was an alcoholic. You know, I can relate to somebody that's strung out on drugs because I, I dealt with that type of spirit. Come on now. I understand what people go through when they have death in their family. Been there, done that. I hate death. Wish death wouldn't be here, but death's gonna gonna constantly be here. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. But thank God we have authority over him. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. You know, I I used to counsel people. I gotta go there. I used to counsel people that that was in divorce. I didn't know what divorce was. I, my heart went out to him. I had compassion. I had sympathy for him. You know, yeah. come on, you all you do. Mm -hmm. Until you go through a divorce, you'll understand what they're going through. Yeah. I know exactly what they've been. I not only did it once, I did it twice. Yes. I liked it so much, I decided I divorced twice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I bought that yeah, shirt, rode yeah. that ticket, bought the shirt again, you know. But, you know, I can relate to people. It's almost like losing losing a death, like, like your spouse died on you. Any difference between losing a spouse and going through a divorce? At least you you know where your spouse is at. <laughs> that died. Come on now. They're either in a urn or in a cemetery. When you have when you go through a divorce, God knows where your spouse is at. God knows who, who they're with. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. But you you understand what I'm saying? You know God's given us not only the intellect. But you know, whenever we start using logic to 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 overrule God's word, that's where the enemy is attacking. We need to close that up. We need to tell the devil, "You are not using my intellect to make me make God's word of no effect." Come on now, but I'm going to give God my intellect because He gave it to me to use further His kingdom. Remember, the second one is, "Don't lose your common sense, dear God." Common sense says you don't walk out there and play in the yellow line when traffic's going on. Oh, yeah. Come on now, or we'll all be going someplace day after tomorrow, and that's your funeral. Come on now. Common sense doesn't say that you go 105 mile an hour past the cop. So with the radar. Come on now. Common sense doesn't say that you drink battery acid just because the Bible says, oh, if you drink any deadly thing, it won't harm you. No. That means if you're drinking it unaware of, if you're drinking it because you know it, that's like playing with snakes. Guess what? A snake's going to bite you. Come on now. Amen. That's I helped you.
I know sometimes I don't go very deep. Sometimes I'm kind of shallow there. But I, I'm just trying to get encourage you to get you to study the Word yourself. Get into it and realize your battlefield is your mind. Next week we're going to finish up with with memory, imagination, and memory. We're going to finish the last two so we can go on what God wants us to go on to. Remember, believe God with me. I'm believing for a thousand people to, to stand with me because I'm believing God that I'm going to be able to go into these inner cities that are on fire right now that are being rioted and looted, and I'm going to stand up because I truly am fully persuaded the devil will not and shall not cross this line. I'm the blood-bought of the church of the redeemed of the Lord Jesus Christ. God said, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. And I will go into Chicago, Oakland, Portland, Washington State, Texas, Alabama, wherever they're riding and looting right now, and I will pitch myself a tent. You know, if they want to kill me, then I guess I'll be a martyr for God, praise God. Sudden death, sudden glory. They want to put me in a hospital, hurt for a while, might be a little mad too. But I'll overcome it. Bless God. Amen. <coughs> did you get anything out of this? Glory to God. I hope you did. And we thank you for your word. We thank you that your word has brought healing and health to us. We thank you that God that we're going to allow our intellect. We're going to allow you to use it to further your kingdom. Father, whatever ability and whatever we have, we give it unto you. Father, not because we have to, not because it is commanded us to do, but because we want to, Father. We just want to be a vessel. We want to be like John the Baptist that says it's time for you to increase and it's time for us to decrease. Lord, empty everything of us out of us, every tradition, every religion, everything that we've been taught, and fill us up with your word, with your knowledge, with your will, Father, that, Lord, that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, not our will, Father. Lord, we just allow you to do whatever needs to be done. Father, that you be glorified. Father, we will always, always remember to give you the glory, always remember to give you the honor, because, Lord, we know that we are the clay and you are the potter. Father, you shape us and form us. And, Lord, if you have to smash us to recreate us in a different way because of what man has made us, then so be it, God. Because, Father, we want to be that holy, righteous people before you. Father, we're pursuing after your righteousness. We're pursuing after your heart. And, Father, we just thank you. And it's in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen.